Welcome to the True Bud Show. It's your buddy Jack Woltering here, chilling, ready for another episode. Let's vibe out for a second, roll what you got, load it up, and then we're going to dive in. This is True Buds, that Mary Jane, now we ain't new to this. For my stoners and for my cannabis enthusiasts, never heard a show as good as this. Yeah, number one, it's the best, bringing in many special guests in the industry of cannabis. Business owners to growers, even artists you know of. So sit back and just roll up the perfect show for my smokers, True Buds. Yeah, you're going to need to roll something good, smoke something good, or eat something good today because we have a fun episode in store before it dives in, I want to give a huge shout out to T-Check. My partnership with them has been phenomenal so far. Everybody's been loving the T-Checks. Click below, get 25 off. If you make your own oils, butters, or even if you want to test your flour, this could be a nice in-home option for you. So I highly recommend peeping that out, seeing what's good on that T-Check level. But today, we're going to start off with news. I know we usually dive in a little later, but let's go ahead and get the news started. Hello, it's your host, Jack Woltering, bringing you the True Bud Show news. On the agenda today, we have Can Cannabis Cure Corona, or at least help it? I've been hearing people talk about this for a while. It makes sense. We're going to dive into that. What I'm very excited about in some entertainment news is HBO. What? HBO got in the edible game? HBO's and... The edible game? Yes, they are, my friends. Yes, they are. Look at this. Close enough. An animated series. Four different edible types here. Flip it over. There are the gummies. 10 milligrams a pop with different, you know, character profiles, which I thought was a cool way to market it. So you got Josh, loves to relax. You got Emily, get things done. Alex, get lost in thought. Bridget loves to be social. I have not caught the show. I need to. I probably should have before this. But the show was not why I was most excited. As you can see, I've enjoyed some of these. I'll eat another one. These are almost gone. There's like a couple left. Um, but as you can see, I'm just excited that the game is transforming. Could you have seen that a couple years? I, I didn't even see that shit coming right now. Five years ago, no. One year ago, no. Right now, that was a risky, cool-ass move. So who's ever making those moves at HBO? Props to you on this marketing plan. It's dope. I'm sure you got your ducks in a row over there. You got all everything legalized, looking right. So it just makes me happy to see, like, I'm eating an HBO gummy. What? That kind of blows my mind. Taste good. I mean, I'm not going to do a full review here, but they taste good. Um, Bridget's a one-to-one. -one, so it was like, hi, but chill, you know, like they said, loves to be social. I'd take that and go be social. Whereas I haven't really tried these. I ate a couple right before this and we'll see what happens. They're indica. So hopefully by the end of the time I'm done talking with you, I'm like, oh, damn. So California weighs steep new fines to combat illegal cannabis sellers. Those who provide assistance to legal pot sellers would face civil fines of up to 30000 per day under legislation approved unanimously by the state assembly that is now pending in the Senate. A final vote on the proposal is expected sometime after lawmakers return to Sacramento this month. Assemblywoman Blanca Rubio said she introduced the bill out of concern that 
as much as 80% of the market is illicit. And I would agree with that for real. I would, because I think those numbers are about right. And it's because what I'm saying is the money. You got to make it realistic for people to want to buy some shit like that. Um, they're saying there's some success in the first years, but it's like people don't want to deal with this stuff. People don't want this stuff. Licensed retailers have struggled as many Californians continue to buy from illicit market sellers who charge lower prices because they don't have to pay state taxes or abide. This is where it gets foggy. And I understand people who are legal and doing all the right shit, it can be frustrating when somebody's undercutting you. But the bottom line is those people like the hundred percent legit person who's paying everything, doing everything. They got to have a cost, you know, the, they need to do a cost benefit analysis with the government and say, Hey, we literally can barely survive. Our margins are this small when the market's doing this 80% of the sales are going there. Like I said, it's taxes. It goes down to that. You could bust as many people as you want. They could go in and bust however many grows and take another, however many million. I think they say take 8.8 .8 million they've taken in 2019 from people, but you could take 20 million and people are still going to find the cheaper shit. You got to have that base price. Let's continue going. However, the major is opposed and in California natural in general. In general, we'd rather see carrots to assist people in securing commercial licenses by lowering the barriers to entry rather than sticks be like they criminal civil. I agree with that. This group. Now we're going to dive into something interesting and talk about uh, Gavin Newsom and Prop 64. Read this whole article. It's really good. If you want to dive more in depth, Los Angeles Times, I'll put it below. So now let's talk about weed maps, which is really interesting. And I feel like I should tell you a funny story about weed maps. And it's funny that people never know how their stories are going to get out. So I've never really told this story before. So, you know, I've bartended for many years, right? So I was bartending, making this guy some drinks. It might have been old fashions or something. Don't quote me on that if you're listening. Uh, and I was like, hey, man. And he started talking. But he's asked what I do. And I said, you know, I got my passion, what I'm doing. I told him, you know, about True Buzz. And he said, oh, my son owns weed maps. And he was like on a cruise last week or something. But that's not the funny part of the story. The funny part of the story is what he told me. He said, that's one sperm that paid off. And I thought that was some funny shit. And I thought that line would be funny. I've told that line to people that that's one sperm. So I guess I have told this story before, but random how you meet people. So basically, Weemat said... Um, in 2018, the Bureau sent a letter to Weed Maps to the internet site that provides consumers with information on cannabis firms, directing it to cease and desist from displaying listings of unlicensed sellers. Weed Maps said it was protected from such an order by the 1996 Communications Decency Act, which gave platforms such as Facebook, YouTube, safe harbor from being held liable for the content of their users' post. Makes sense, right? And I've known people personally who have been in this Weed Maps thing and it's tough because they're selling their stuff and then they get taken off and that's their livelihood. And shout out to you guys who are dealing with that shit. Um, still, state officials say ads for illegal operators can be found elsewhere on the internet and said uh, sharper teeth are needed in state law to enforce a real bite. As a weed map spokesman said, the firm is neutral on the Rubio bill. I would say I'm the same, maybe even slightly against for some reasons I'm about to explain. But the company warned lawmakers that the measure has the potential to capture non-nefarious actors across multiple media platforms who are not intentionally supporting the illicit cannabis market. This is big because you're going to get people, I need to put a screen in there. You're going to get people, you know, who are just making a video. So I was making a video right now and I was talking about an edible company and all of a sudden I'm in the crossfire. And they specifically say in this article when I went through it that 
they're not trying to do anybody who doesn't know. They're not trying to do them wrong, you know, who don't know. But there's so many variables. It's so subjective. So I see where it could be a slippery slope with that. I see the slippery slope ending if it's just legal in general, just federally. That's the answer. But that's me on another tangent. Let's dive back into the article, my friends, and see what else we can hear. That was in December alone, 8.8 million, 129,000 cash, 10,000 illegal vapes. Well, they're keeping their cash somewhere smart, huh? (laughs) The legislation is one of the few cannabis-related bills left to be considered this year. Um, The industry, this is what I wanted to talk about too, because I wasn't quite aware, and I wish I brought this up in an earlier podcast. Um, It's Assemblyman Rob uh, Bontas um, that would have cut the excise tax on marijuana sales from 15 to 11%. That's something at least. That's, not, that's going in a positive direction for three years while eliminating a cultivation tax for that period. That's big. That's a very positive direction. And that's something I didn't quite realize or think about before. Like, I mean, I thought about it, but I should have done a little more research to see that uh, Rob Bonta put this up. But it still hasn't happened. That's probably why I haven't heard about it. I just heard about it in this article. So let's roll over to another article here. And... Uh, just talking about it, basically, he introduced AB 1948, which will fight the illicit cannabis market by incentivizing consumers to purchase the product from licensed and regulated businesses. AB 1948 would reduce existing state taxes on licensed cannabis for three years as California's cannabis industry has struggled to get established. The bill would reduce the price disparity between legal businesses and illicit market sources. And have I not been saying this? whole damn time man that's what i'm saying so that's me just kind of on a tangent about this let me kind of sum up my thoughts so you guys my thoughts are pretty much summed up i think so what do you think about this i'm just saying that i think this is interesting i think it's good but i think the bill should be passed personally i think the bill should be passed to lower the taxes before this other deal with the $30,000 fine, or they should go hand in hand. To me, it just doesn't make sense that they're going to start doing this. Cause like I said, there's not, to me, that's not going to change the percentage of people buying illegally. You can arrest who you want. Sure. They might lose their plug, but they'll find another one. You lower the taxes. That's how you change and equal the equation for the legal versus illicit market. It all comes down to money. That's my two cents or 50 as a while. <laughs> can cannabis CBD in particular, help cure, help prevent, help just anything with COVID, corona. And I've seen research for this. I've seen a lot. It makes sense. CBD is known to have natural anti-inflammatory properties. When it comes to this, I just clicked on a couple articles. I haven't really read them. Sorry. But I wanted to get a first impression. I, I like keeping my impressions real with you guys. Like guest whatever. So pop up. Uh, researchers look into cannabis as a potential COVID-19 treatment turn it on picture and picture there give me a second new setup um experts say blah 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 it can help um with inflammation yes um authors of the study wrote that the drug tocilizumab <laughs> tocilizumab uh tolisumb uh, resulted in the clearance of lung consolidation recovery of 90% 21 patients treated the drug however resulted in adverse side effects like pancreas inflammation and hypertrigger glossema hypertrigger glycema. Um, I probably butchered both of those, but that's interesting that they said there's adverse effects. Researchers turned the cannabis specifically CBD. It would be funny to me if it wasn't specifically CBD. What if like THC heals this shit? Everybody's got to get high and they'll be all good. That's how I always felt. Don't mean to be poking fun here at COVID. I know some people who've been infected. 
my heart goes out to them. But imagine if everybody got high just because of this shit. I think some crazy shit's going to happen with cannabis in this like this, whether it's CBD or not. CBD for coronavirus. New study adds evidence. I love how it says adds. Yeah, there's evidence, motherfuckers. But it's not like nothing. It's like nothing crazy to me from what I've heard. I'm not, I'm not even going to scroll through this whole thing. I'm just going to give you my two cents. So, yes. CBD is known to have these certain properties that can help people with certain symptoms. It's awesome that you're doing studies. I think this is really cool. So you're like, that's cool that you think it's cool, but actually like, what's the science behind it? Let's look at it right now. Let me pop open here to the internet. All right, let's read it. They got the whole deal here. We're looking at uh, canamd.com. You can go look at other sources as well. This article is all over the place or similar ones. So why study? We all know, and I'll talk about it all the time. So what are the results? We identified 13 high CBD cannabis extracts that modulate ACE2 gene expression and ACE2 protein levels. Our initial data suggests that some C, sativa extracts, down-regulated serine protease, TMPRSS2, another critical protein required for SARS, SARS, COV2, entry into host cells. While our most effective extracts require further large-scale validation, our study is crucial for the future analysis of the effects of medical cannabis on COVID-19. We got to give them more. Let's get more studies right now. Let's go. So let me put on a beat for a second and we're going to dive into the next segment. I want to talk to Chris, who I've had on the podcast before. Expert cannabis grower grows outside all the time. This His plants are looking huge. They're monsters right now. So give me a second. I'm going to talk to Chris Hewlett and I'm going to see what's good. Let's uh, vibe out to this beat right here. So this is uh, Thonio and Mark Bishop. Shout out to you guys. This beat crushes it. Give me just a minute. We're going to get Chris on the line. Bring it. Memory helps make us who we are, whether recognizing loved ones recalling past joys or just remembering how to like, walk and talk and fry an egg. Memory is the chain that connects our past to our present. If it breaks, we're left untethered, incapable of leaving the present moment and unable to embrace the future. Remember when there were no MP3s, but CDs didn't care about germs, no concern of disease. Streetlights came on, we high-fived and we leave. Back in the days, it wasn't so hard to believe that I would wake up as the Black Power Ranger. Never scared of danger, snapping my fingers to the beat of my drum. Became addicted to fun, we would fight with our hands, never needed a gun. We would gladly chill in the house, play mom and daddy. The greatest feeling was when nobody could ever tag me. So happy, not being the last to be chosen, to run to the candlelady to buy us a frozen we were just kids up to no good remember the first time you watched boys in the hood rat tail in the back while my barber faced me do you remember when yes no baby you were the song you like and you felt like it was about your life remember when you would write a letter to your girlfriend and she would read it to all of her girlfriends remember staying up for all night talking all the fun Remember skipping class with your homeboys yeah. Remember G. Hey, yo, I wrote the show all day. A long stay in the hallway. Harking back to an era of the tape play. Hitting on the track well. 
on a max cell With the spitting the beginning of a rap tale A last to scoop the loop shine vividly In due time produce rhyme synergy And for the longest caught the blinking of the torment Till England of performance still thinking of his dormant And so it be who hold close and kept dear We're left there won't know folks by next year For ties cut invest years Flex peers, rise up and flex fear for hex sneers. The rest cheer, know we did it for a purpose. Poem of a kid who never did scratch surface until we own it. Respect the craft for proponents, cause it ain't over till the soul. Remember what? You would hear a song you like, and you felt like it was about your life. Remember when? You would write a letter to your girlfriend, and she would read it to all of her girlfriends. Remember staying up all night. Talking on the phone Remember skipping class with your homeboys Remember G.I. Joe's I used to play Mortal Kombat with What do you say, so you're saying for sure this is your best you've ever done? We'll see about the best, you know We, we got to see, huh? The, it's the biggest, for sure But it's gonna be all about that, like, final product, you know, like once you have it all dried and everything, like I can throw the most fun ever and fuck it all up drying it, you know, so it's all a matter of when it's done, you know. True that, true that. But this man. is like the most money and like the most time that I've ever put into my outdoor grow, so like and I have the most knowledge that I've had now, I'm just so, still so, trying to like pick up little things here and there that can help. And I've made clones of my plants this time. I've never really done that before. I made some organic clones with some like aloe vera gel. I bought it sprout. This stuff called kelp meal and uh, humic acids. And like you just dipped them in these little cocoa peat plugs. And I've got eight of them repotted in soil now. And I got another 20 still going waiting for the roots to get bigger to repot so i've got like a second round ready to go to be planted in the ground soon so like when everything's harvested there's going to be a bunch of like big plants behind them like budding too and i'll have like the backups of my plants so in case one turns out really great then i'll be able to like grow it again and make more clones of it or whatever Dude, you, you got it all mapped out, man. That's what's up. Oh, yeah. Bro, bro, I've been talking about it, I, like, on recent podcasts and stuff, too. I'm like, dude, my boy Chris is growing some shit that's fucking, like, I thought it was, like, six feet, six and a half. I didn't realize he's getting up to eight, some just straight up Yeah, trees. like, every year we've been up to, like, six feet around there, six, you know, above six. But, like, yeah, we're, like, way over six feet now, you know, and it's. <laughs> it's not there's no bud on it yet it's just like just starting oh so God, there's no way it won't gain another foot <laughs> you know and it's like gonna hit like this little like cable support line for the fucking cable later by his house it looks like <laughs> yeah well, it's like it's, it's like you got you gotta trim it the, the phone lines are up there you gotta trim it a little bit <laughs> Yeah, it's it's huge, dude. And like uh, right here in my neighborhood where I live, like dude, I pull up in my driveway fucking yesterday, and I'm like, what the fuck? And my neighbor's fucking straight growing in their fucking front yard, dude. For real? Bunch of people. Yeah, bunch of people are growing now. Nice man. It's kind of like it's kind of camoed in. If you drove by, you might not see it, but like I've got like a keen eye for that stuff, you know. So I noticed right away. <laughs> Yeah, you got, got like man. two big ones 
and they thrive. You inspired, you inspired him, bro. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. I hope oh, so. Oh shit, you're you inspire me, man. I'm just ready to step up the space, man. I'm excited to do some videos, man. I'm excited to get you on another podcast here at this new setup I got and I really thank you for coming yeah, on the call, I man. Yeah, come check it out. It sounds pretty awesome. Got to get you in the garden and check it out and then uh, we'll take all that first crop and press it. But I definitely think we should get some kind of pre-press first cuz it's like kind of like leafy. It's not that dense cuz it was an early season crop. So, like, really maximize the yield if we press it. You're going to want to pre-press it for sure. True that, true I that. Think it'll, I think it'll make a difference. But some of it is, like, pretty, like, greasy and oily. So I think it will have, like, a decent yield, at least the one strand. Nice. But, but yeah. it came out pretty frosty, you know, but I had to pick everything early because I was kind of running out of room and starting to have some issues with some of the plants. And I didn't want to, like, get get it mixed in with my new plants and like my main crop you know yeah yeah and they were just kind of starting to stretch so i just harvested everything a little bit early but they can make edibles or rosin and definitely it's smokable but it's like not as good as i would have liked it to be i should have put them outside probably two weeks before i did you're saying so okay that that's actually a question i had for you right now just one question. I know, yeah. I, I know I ask you all the time, and I think I've asked you this before. What? So you're? It would be way too late for somebody right now. You think, especially if they were no, in California. No, you could totally. You could start a seed right now, and you can still grow right now. If you had a clone, that would probably be better because, like, you'll have a head start. But yeah, I actually might start some seeds. I got like someone nailed me some seeds, and I might like test them out, and we'll see. Nice man. That's They're called fruit cake. They're like uh, forbidden fruit crossed with wedding cake. It says, and I don't, I'm not really sure if it's legit or not. But yeah. I don't know. I've got a lot going on. But you can definitely start growing now. You know, that's what I'm realizing. Like I've been always starting too early. You know, and next year I'm going to start later because you can get the plants like growing super, super fast right now. That's what I really realized this year because I planted that one plant behind some of my other ones that's like already like outgrown them, you know? Like right now they grow faster than ever and if you put them in a pot with like new soil and they have the room to grow, they're going to grow faster than a plant that's like established in a pot that's like starting to run out of room for its roots to go, you know? So that's what I'm, I'm learning, you know? So, like, I think for me next year, I, I'm not going to put anything in a, like, final pot until, like, May 1st, you know? But this year I started oh, some in, like, March, you know? Because we'll still get big enough, you know? And then I won't run into as much trouble, like, having the containers get too tight with roots. That's, like, what I'm running into with one of my plants right now. It's, like, so fucking huge. It just, like, wants to, like, keep growing, you know? And it's, like looking for room to grow and it's not getting like the vigor that it had before but and that's do that trying to like do, do yeah. shit to like loosen up the soil to like give it more room to grow kind of you know what that reminds me of bro for some reason is like just like the fact that it'll keep growing if it has a space is like the whole elephant thing you know if you like they when they're babies they tie them around a pole 
and then they can't get out and then yeah yeah like that that's what that reminds me of like it's just like nature is crazy bro that's insane yeah yeah it is and like i'm learning about like support on a plan like if you give a plan more support you can get more bud because once you get so much weight on a branch it's not going to want to put more weight on so it's going to feel like the branch will break off so you put like a lattice so like, or some shit like yeah so i have like the, the like the netting on there and i'm gonna have more bamboo to support some of these bigger plants so i can get like some really fucking huge nugs this year yeah, dude, I'm just scrolling back on your page here again, and I'm excited, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, you need to put me to work, too. I'm down to come and just do a day and just kind of do like a vlog or something, just help you in the garden, whatever you need, trimming, moving shit. So I'm down, bro. Let's get, let's get together. Let's get a day on the books where I can help you and then just kind of film and shit and have fun. Yeah, for sure. We'll do it soon. Sounds good to me, brother. Thanks again for coming on the call, Chris. No problem, dude. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Talk to you soon, brother. All right. Okay. Bye. Peace, man. Always a good talk with Chris, man. That grow is insane. I can't wait to get on that level. So thank you for hanging out today, you know, chilling, doing what you do. Being on the True Bud Show it means a lot. I like talking to you every week. Every Wednesday, we're dropping episodes. In the future, I'll keep dropping them more and more because that's what I do on True Buds TV consistent content coming to you see you guys on the next video next podcast next anything true buzz tv true buzz show signing out this is true buzz that mary jane now we ain't new to this for my stoners and for my cannabis enthusiasts never heard a show as good as this yeah number one it's the best bringing in many special guests in the industry of cannabis business owners to growers even artists you know of so sit back and just roll up the perfect show for my smokers true buzz